We're celebrating Marketplace's 35th anniversary with some throwback thank you gifts available during this March fundraiser. We took our old dot-com era logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how much you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at marketplace.org slash donate. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at marketplace.org slash donate. We're celebrating Marketplace's 35th anniversary with some throwback thank you gifts available during this March fundraiser. We took our old dot-com era logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how much you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at marketplace.org slash donate. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at marketplace.org slash donate. We complain, but spend anyway. From Marketplace, I'm Sabri Beneshore, in for David Brancaccio. January's retail sales figures, how much we're all buying, come out in about an hour and a half. And the funny thing is, so far, we shoppers complain about high shop prices, I do, and yet, we keep buying. So one question is whether that trend continued in January. Marketplace's Nancy Marshall-Genzer is here to talk about that and more. Good morning, Nancy. Good morning, Sabri. So you go to the store... It's obvious why consumers are upset. The consumer price index came out earlier this week and was higher than expected. What does that mean for the Federal Reserve's fight against inflation? Well, Fed Chair Jerome Powell has said many times that inflation is not going to slow down at a nice, even pace. Uh, Of course, the Fed is keeping interest rates high to cool the economy and tamp down inflation. Uh, Yesterday, Chicago Fed President Austin Goolsby said we shouldn't get flipped out, his words, over one higher than expected inflation reading. He says inflation is still progressing toward the Fed's 2% target. And Tuesday's unexpectedly high CPI reading does not mean the Fed will rule out an interest rate cut later this year. So when we get back down to that target, does that mean prices go back to normal? It depends what you mean by normal, Sabri. Uh, And Goolsby made it clear the Fed isn't trying to get prices back down to where they were before the pandemic. To do that, you'd have to have very substantial deflation. Deflation has a bunch of other problems associated with it, you'd probably have to tank the economy to do it. And Goolsby says the Fed's mandate is just to get inflation back to 2%. It doesn't have a target for prices. Does inflation have to get to that 2% target before the Fed starts cutting interest rates? Not necessarily. Uh, At his press conference last month, Fed Chair Powell said waiting until inflation gets to 2% would actually be too late. Goolsby echoed that yesterday. He says the Fed can lower rates when it's confident inflation is just on a path toward the 2% target. All right. Marketplace's Nancy Marshall-Genzer. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Inflation might be slowing down, but as the Chicago Fed president said, those prices aren't as a whole going to actually come back down. And one place consumers turn to in such times is store brands, technically called private labels, like those medicines that have the exact same chemical ingredients as name brand stuff but are cheaper. This week, Target announced a revamp for its store brand, Up and Up, with improvements in quality, packaging, and hundreds of new items. Marketplace's Megan McCarty-Carino has more on that. 
Private label sales now generate about a quarter of a trillion dollars a year in the U.S., according to retail consultant Matthew Hamery at Alex Partners. And they've been gaining market share the last couple years. You know, with inflation and maybe a looming recession, private label can really come more into its own, right, because the value proposition is even stronger. Some retailers are now copying Trader Joe's with unique and high-quality private label products you can't buy anywhere else. But most are what Hamery refers to as name-brand equivalents, or in internet speak, dupes. Get excited. Today is the video you have been waiting for, the Target skincare dupes you need to know about. Dupe videos like that one have helped turn many young consumers onto off-brands, and even given them a kind of cachet, says Americus Reed, a marketing professor at the Wharton School. The anti-brand brand movement, it's just, it's a different way to create a different meaning system, but it's still a brand. He says it's what helped make Target, Target. I'm Megan McCarty-Carino for Marketplace. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I'm spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts. When I found out I was going to be a parent, I immediately felt a lot of anxiety and worry. So I went on to BetterHelp to try to look for a therapist to help me with that. My relationship with my family and with my boyfriend and with myself were suffering. I really needed help. I was ruminating a lot. Really getting those thoughts out to a therapist and getting feedback was just life-changing. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, visit betterhelp.com slash morningreport today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash morningreport. The last couple of years have been big ones for student loan forgiveness. Since President Biden took office, more than 3.6 million people have gotten their federal loans forgiven in full to the tune of nearly $132 billion. For a lot of them, that's been because of temporary changes the administration made to existing programs, including public service loan forgiveness and income-driven repayment. If you are one of those people who had their loans forgiven last year, what does it mean for your taxes? Marketplace's Samantha Fields reports. Betsy Mayotte has made a career out of giving people free student loan advice. She founded a nonprofit called the Institute of Student Loan Advisors. So she gets questions all the time about all things student debt related, including taxes. I work with a lot of borrowers that are afraid of pursuing forgiveness because they have this vision of the IRS coming after them for, you know, a six-figure tax bill. But she says for now, that fear is unfounded. In 2021, as part of the American Rescue Plan, Congress temporarily changed the law so that student loan forgiveness is not considered taxable income. So if the forgiveness happens by the end of 2025, there will be no federal tax on it. 
That's a big deal, says Adam Minsky, a lawyer who specializes in student loans. Loan forgiveness is typically taxed as income, as if the borrower earned the canceled balance in income in the year in which it was forgiven. And when you're forgiving large balances, you know, obviously that can potentially result in a fairly significant tax bill that could be due all at once. But again, anyone who got forgiveness in 2023 or anyone who gets it in the next two years doesn't have to worry. Not about federal taxes anyway. As for state taxes, Francine Lippman at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, says it depends where you live. Each state has its own tax system. Many states piggyback on the federal rules. Which means most states aren't taxing people on student loan forgiveness either. But John Buell at the Urban Brookings Tax Policy Center says a few are. The states where I think taxpayers need to be the most cautious are Indiana, Mississippi, North Carolina, Wisconsin. And Arkansas. In those five, Buell says, some kinds of student loan forgiveness will be considered taxable income. No one wants to see a shock when they file their returns, but state taxes are considerably lower than federal taxes. So for those that do get a shock, he says, it'll at least be smaller than it could have been. I'm Samantha Fields for Marketplace. And in New York, I'm Sabri Beneshore with the Marketplace Morning Report. From APM, American Public Media.